Welcome to The Story Tinker, a place for in-depth analysis of stories, including Midnight Poppyland, Purple Hyacinth, and more. Co-hosted by sharp, witty, and dare I say, thirsty fans, we dive deep into every episode, analyzing character, relationship development, and so many theories. You can follow The Story Tinker right here on YouTube, as well as all podcast platforms. You can also follow The Story Tinker on Instagram and Facebook. For bonus content, sneak peeks, and more, you can support The Story Tinker on Patreon. If you like what you see, please like and subscribe. Thank you for listening to The Story Tinker, and let's get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the season two premiere of Midnight Popular. <laughs> that was a drum roll, by the way, just clarify. <laughs> it was because... a great drum roll. Love it. <laughs> yeah. I'm destined, if I don't make it as a podcaster, I could definitely be a drummer. <laughs> <laughs> so we are here with Veronica. Um, Myrna or Mem and Ajalene and we are so excited to do episode 59. Dude this worked out so perfectly I had no idea that this was what I signed up for. (laughs) (laughs) Hey here we go. Yeah exactly season premiere because we signed up for like all the way through 69 like months ago like yeah before the end of season two season one and yeah now we're in season two. So um, we, I think we should start with, with the discussion of what we started discussing before, which is the the change in the artwork. So yeah, yeah what have you guys noticed? You called it a it, glow up. <laughs> it it yes, there was definitely a glow up happening mm-hmm. here with both Poppy and Candy. Like Candy was like, whoa, I was like, damn, I got such a girl crush on her now. <laughs> yeah, it's phenomenal. It's insane. It's like everything though, like with the, the attention to details and like the little things, like even just the first few panels, right. Where like, you see the shading of the trees and like, uh, like it's almost 3d, like the trees look 3d. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah, Like I was showing, I was showing, um, Scott, I guess he's like now my husband and stuff. But I was like showing him the other day. I was like, this is insane. How like her art just got better. And he thought it was a photo because it was drawn so well. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like of the ramen. I showed him the ramen photo or the soup photo. Yeah. And he thought it was, yeah. Or panel. And he thought it was a photo. Really? Wow. Like even the first panel to me looks like it, it like almost like something out of like the K-dramas I watch. It almost looks so real you know, mm-hmm. just that shot and it looks so good that like the, the perfect, uh, what would you call it? The shadows of the trees and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The so shading. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Like what I definitely noticed is that she's, she definitely spent a lot more attention to detail to shading and highlighting to bring mm-hmm. out like all the features. It's, it's, I didn't even know she could get better, but she got better. <laughs> Like, she was already inspired. perfect and then she exceeded perfection I don't even know how someone can do that <laughs> I think it's very inspiring as somebody like if you're a, a person starting out to know that and especially if you you know you've seen the early bit of hopping like the canvas version it's very different and so you could just it's affirming and you know you know you start at the bottom and you just keep at it and keep at it and keep at it and you get better and better mm-hmm. yeah for sure yeah like that's for anybody that's starting any sort of like venture, whether it's writing or any creative art, like obviously the first, you know, first few tries are going to be like, not 
you know, as good, but if you keep yeah. going and you keep drawing and you keep like, just you to know, stick with the, dis- yeah, it's, exactly. the discipline is so hard. Mm-hmm. So you have yeah. to be so disciplined to just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, ready to dive in? Yeah. All right. Okay. So we have this, you know, shop, it looks like a restaurant. And we see somebody saying, um, I'm really sorry, but you don't quite fit the bill for the job. Thanks for coming down and better luck next time. And you see Poppy walking out of there and then looking back at the restaurant and there's a sign and it says, part-time waitress needed. Don't miss out on this amazing chance for a great career advancement opportunities and fantastic job remunerations with us. Apply now. And they have a very, very short list of requirements. We prefer you to be young, pleasant looking, fun-loving, well-mannered, cheerful, service-oriented, energetic, and more. You should be able to carry out duties diligently, proactively, and with enthusiasm, and work exceptionally well in a team or on your own. Bonus points if you have your own vehicle to help with order delivery, smiley face. Oh, by the way, medical benefits not included in for this position. Poppy's <laughs> reaction to that, though. Well, screw you, too. <laughs> Oh, right. I mean, when you read the description, you're like, that is Poppy in every, in every way. So it's like, not qualified. Like, how does she not fit? It's, it's also very telling too, because it's like, it's, it's like, yes, here's a part-time job where you have to be absolutely perfect in every way, but we're not going to give you any medical benefits or any sort of, you know, incentive to work here, but you have to work really hard. And you're just like, really? Come on. Really? Makes no yeah. sense. I think it's the whole not having a car thing, vehicle, whatever. Probably. Yeah. But you need the job to get the car so you can pay for the car to get to your job. I know. Ah. Catch 22. People mm. just get stuck in. Mm-hmm. But even when she's making this face, though, it's so adorable. It is cute. <laughs> she is so cute. So cute. She is Perfect. so cute. <laughs> so despite getting rebuffed and, you know, with that honestly impossible and like annoying job advertisement, she still is optimistic and she's like, one more opening to try out for fifth times the charm. I mean, she's been no. plugging away. She does not like that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's draining going from one job interview to the next and not getting it. Yeah. Like, that is rough. They're disheartening. It is. Yeah. Like- I, I feel like a lot of us can kind of feel that, you know, especially because we've all looked for a job and mm-hmm. uh, like, I've been in that situation where I had to look for a job for the first time in like 10 years or something. And I remember just like going to places and sending my, you know, putting my resume and people legit laughing at me and being like, you just need to do it online. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? We have to do it online now, but, but, but you can like circle me out. I'm right here. I could be great. You don't know this, but yeah. Yeah. I just remember being like blown away and being like, come on, I'm right here. Hire me, you know? Yeah. Like if someone just comes in person, why not? Oh, apparently that's not a thing anymore. Small business owner. Mm -hmm. When someone just kind of walks in asking for a job, but it wasn't Mm -hmm. ever advertised that that we needed a position filled and it's just awkward. Oh, that's a little weird. Yeah. I, these awkward. were places that, that happened. Yeah. 
<laughs> I, I usually was just like going into places and being like, Hey, can I drop off a resume? Like if, if you don't get a call back, then that like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And obviously things have changed in the last 10 years. And, you know, these were like the things that like, I found, like my parents would tell me, they're like, just go into a place and ask if they're looking for anybody, but yeah. you can't do that anymore. No. Yeah, no, not, not so much. It's not as expected. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they're obviously, these places are obviously looking for someone. Happy yeah. fits the bill. Sounds and good. then we find out, we find out why she's applying for jobs. She says, okay, fine. So beggars shouldn't be choosers. I need a job for the extra income. Now's not the time to get huffy. Darn it. She takes her notebook out. She's looking at it and she's like, darn it. I didn't expect to rack up this many expenses so quickly while she's waiting at the bus stop. And she's looking and you see in her notebook, it says, you know, there's a line, an un- undisclosed amount, granny, Mrs. Haru, college loan. And she's trying, to cal- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's trying to calculate her budget. She's like, if I stay home as much as I can, I should save this much on food and transportation. So I'll have enough for rent at the very least. And, you know, she's like, our dean doesn't want anything for the work clothes she gave me, but I should give her a token sum. If I cut this expense out, I'll have enough for that. And I like totally relate because I'm like constantly going over my budget. I'm like, how do I cut this? How do I cut that? How do I earn more? Yes, that is yeah. 100% relatable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's any any young 20-something year old knows exactly how Poppy feels. Exactly. Or you're just I, like, I'm I just love- getting by and I still need, I yeah. Mm-hmm. I love how like this is like universal though because we don't necessarily know where Poppy is. It she could be anyone in any city, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, and you see them like, and you see her doing this, and you're like, this is pretty universal. You're in your early twenties. You're gonna have a college loan. You're gonna have all these expenses. You know, it's something yeah. I feel like anybody wherever they are can relate to. Whether if we're like here or in Europe or in Asia, it doesn't really matter. We all relate to this at this some point. I'm I haven't mm-hmm. been in full-time school in like over a decade and I'm still paying my college loans and I'm just like "Mm." I mean everyone well I'm I'm lucky enough that I don't have (laughs) any more but I mean when it existed it sucked oh yeah everyone gets especially in the U.S. you get fucking slammed by college loans it's insane it's absolutely insane yeah yeah and it also of course like if you want like a good job at a good like company you have to have all the degrees and wrap up all all the debt it was uh, you have to have you have to have all the degrees plus you know uh experience all by the time you're like 15 you know to get a decent job oh, yeah mm-hmm. I, and that's a like that's something that I found um like what I do in uh as like a radio announcer you do not need to go to school for like there's no way you need to go to school to learn how to be on the radio right like yeah you could be trained on the job for like two weeks and like figure it out along the way right yeah but we go to school for two years and rack up a bunch of debt to go into radio and you have to have a radio program for this that or whatever right when it's like at when you actually like get the job and get on there, like they're having to reteach you a bunch of stuff anyways. So there's so many jobs out there that like, uh, obviously like there's jobs that you need to go to school for. Right. Mm -hmm. But a lot of stuff is very on the job training that they could do, but don't because you need to have a degree and then you, you know? Yeah. Like my husband doesn't have a degree and 
he knew that it was something that was always going to hold him back. But at the same time, you know, he was with his company for he well, he used to work for Verizon Communications. And I mean, he was an engineer, network engineer, and then became uh, like network architect and stuff like that. And so as he's like going through job interviews, like get different positions and stuff like that, he's just like, shit, I don't think I'm going to get it because I don't have a college degree. I'm like, what is a college degree that you would have gotten in like, like 20 something years ago that had nothing to do with computers or networking in any capacity? Well, how would that, how would that degree help you now anyways? Like, cause it yeah. wouldn't, you know, like his director, his director had a degree his degree was in music (laughs) (laughs) and he was a director at a a major tech company like what is that I was like I would always be like you know if they tell you that you need a degree you just be like oh Mark Zuckerberg doesn't have a fucking degree (laughs) (laughs) and he rules the entire world he legit rules the whole world and he doesn't have a degree he left after two years so really who needs one especially in the tech world Oh yeah, definitely not in tech. Yeah. Yeah. I work in, I actually work in, uh, like editing and let me tell you, my degree was in history. So (laughs) (laughs) I edit, I edit like science stuff. It's not even like related, but you know, usually we could go on this topic for forever, but we We should get back. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) So, um, she's, waiting at the bus stop and she gets the bus is approaching but poppy at this moment gets a text message and you know she's tapping out on the text message she is focusing on it and she's like ben but the bus passes her by she's like shoot the bus she runs after it we get this aerial view she's like excuse me please wait she's so polite she's like talking to this bus that like (laughs) first of all it's an inanimate object the driver probably doesn't hear her and she still says excuse me even though she's panicking <laughs> I feel this one in my soul as somebody who's had to run for the bus and you're like, please wait. Oh my God. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Again, oh God, Lily is so good at just drawing and creating like realistic scenarios. Yeah. Not just characters, actually- but just general scenarios. Like everyone knows how that feels. I'm actually also just looking at like the attention to detail in that panel of her running after the bus. Like you can like look into uh, what looks to be like a restaurant and see like the tables, but she really didn't need to go that far in detail, but she did. Good job, Lily. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can just, it's, it's just, it's, it's insane. It's all insane. Yeah. Yeah. You can even see there are like people in this little restaurant. You have to look real hard, but they do exist. Oh my god, you're right. Whoa. I didn't even notice yeah. that. What? <laughs> wow. Yeah. If they don't turn Midnight Popular into a K drama, I will riot. Riot. <laughs> yeah, but who would they ever find for Torah? That would be so hard. Matthew from Card. Big Matthew from Card. Look him up and then be like, like listen to him talk. He taught he's from like like LA and he has that LA like accent. Big Matthew from what? Card, K-A-R-D, card. This is, I, let me tell you, I have put so much <laughs> research into this subject. Midnight Popular is a K-drama. I've got everyone. <laughs> you're not, you're oh, not. Why you. Don't, you and I, why don't we make an episode together of your yes. past choices for K-drama um, Midnight Popular? <laughs> Absolutely. I actually okay. have it for, for Let's Play and Midnight Popular. It's like Let's all out it. there. Let's 
do it. Let's do both of them then. I've never done Let's Play content, but I love Let's Play. So yeah, let's do it. Uh, whoever this guy is definitely would, would make for a really good uh, Damien. Ooh. Oh, that's uh, Amber Lou from FX. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> she knows everything. Mirna has her K-pop channel. She knows all. I love it. Yeah. I, love I, have it. My own, I have my own YouTube channel. <laughs> Come visit me. <laughs> Mem goes K-pop. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so anywho, we now go to a scene. It's a little bit later in the day. You can see that the sun is setting. Patty pointed mm-hmm. out that, you know, when you <laughs> when you miss a bus or like even with in buses in cities that like aren't very bus friendly, it'll take you forever to take a bus where like, you know, it would take you like five minutes, 10 minutes to drive there. So by yeah. the time she's yeah. gotten to where she has to go, it's already like the sun is setting. And we see some guys hanging around on the street so, you know, looking a little rough, like it's trying to kind of set us into the neighborhood. Um, you know, I mean, I don't know. I guess they, they could be interpreted as neutral, but it does look a little gangstery. And probably mm-hmm. sitting at a table and someone serves her, you slice beef noodles, clack. And is this the, the picture, the thing part that you showed? Um, yeah. Yeah, I showed this to Scott. Oh, it looks so was, good. I was like, dang, I need that soup in my life. <laughs> oh my gosh mpl cookbook coming up yes. really just draws food so good wait go to you darla's channel so well. darla always makes like these um mpl inspired like uh boxes lunch boxes mm-hmm. yeah yeah there are so many like this one really now. talented people in the fandom it's fantastic i love it i love it it's what makes the fandom so much fun it's oh, like that it generally really awesome (laughs) yep so anyway we have poppy sitting at a table and there is ben our teenager back again and he's Mm -hmm. like this place serves the best sliced beef noodle soup in marin city she's like whoa it smells amazing and he's like you won't find noodles that's good anywhere else not even at those fancy city restaurants so you know it's again it's like this uh already you can see that he is coming from an angle of like, oh, I'm not like from those fancy city restaurants. You know, I'm not of the <clears throat> of the mm-hmm. class that has money to go to those restaurants. And he's like, but I got it better. You know, it, yeah. it's a fairly typical response, a, a little bit of like a sour grapes kind of thing. And I'm not saying maybe mm-hmm. these beef noodles really are good, but it's also, I think, a bit of self-preservation where you're like, I have it better than even those fancy people. It's like, I can't have it, but I still got it better. So like, I don't need well, them anymore. As somebody yeah. who grew up, kind of grew up, I wouldn't say like the hood, the hood, but you know, my parents were definitely like afraid to send me to, to the local middle school because of all the gang violence and stuff like that there. And uh, I know like, I knew like a lot of gang members that went to my high school and all that kind of stuff, but um, poor areas do have the best food. Like I have to they say, legit. Like, like, like legit, like I grew up with uh you know I grew up with mostly like uh Mexicans you know fellow Mexicans and uh Filipinos and let me tell you one thing that Asians and Hispanics all have in common is that we can take the cheap the cheapest food available and make it so good Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh yeah for sure yeah absolutely best places to eat like around this area around the Washington DC area just like hole in the wall places run by mom and pops Mm-hmm. they're so good they're so good and, and then whenever like, I just, go to a oh, fancy sorry. restaurant that tries to like redo it I get real angry because I'm like why is this banh mi sandwich twenty dollars <laughs> I can yeah. go to Eden Center where all the Vietnamese people live 
and have restaurants and get this exact same sandwich for like four. <laughs> so, yeah. I actually went to better, like coffee. <laughs> I actually, my husband's family, we, he lives in the mid, he, he's from the Midwest and he actually moved us out here. But one time when I was pregnant with our middle child, we were visiting from San Diego where I'm from. And uh, they took us to like this really fancy Mexican place. And when I got my food, I, he's like, I saw you look at me over the table, like with just utter sadness in your eyes. <laughs> and it was true. I was like, well, like, you know, that, that scene, look how they've massacred my boy, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Ben might be onto something here. He's maybe he's totally not wrong. Something. He's not, he's, yeah. he's most likely not wrong. <laughs> yeah. No, street food is honestly like the best food. It is. Like sometimes, um, like <laughs> this, this sounds ridiculous, but the best hot dog I ever had was at this corner, like corner store in the middle of nowhere, South Carolina, where the hot dogs were pink and they put chili on top of it. And I'm, I'm not joking. It was the best hot dog I've ever had in my <laughs> entire fucking life. And this was like, and, and, and I have it again no no I was <laughs> no. shocked um because my my co-host right I went down to visit her and she was like this is the best hot dog ever and I'm going we're legit in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. but it, but it was like that hole in the wall sort of you know mentality right just mm-hmm. a little bit more rural than uh than this but yeah um yeah street food it, like or any sort of like hidden treasures are always the best Mm-hmm. It is legit my goal in life to eat my way through Asia one day. Um, so, yeah. oh gosh, Did I tell you? I totally like, I don't know if this is necessary for here, but I got $226 tickets to Tokyo. <laughs> okay. What? Can you please bring yeah. me with you? <laughs> I actually can't. I walked with my husband at the same time. I saw the link. Five minutes later, I bought the tickets. No questions asked. I was like, I'm buying it before it runs out. And then, and then I asked my husband to work if he could go. And he doesn't have enough vacation days. And they don't let him work remotely. And I could work remotely. So um, so he can't go. And I was like, I called them up. I was like, can you switch it for my daughter? And they're like, no. So I still have that other ticket for him. I don't think it gets for pitching wish to anybody. <laughs> but yes, I was like, just go. Are you six foot four and blonde and Dutch? <laughs> well, I'm blondish. Just give me, give me like a few weeks and I can be blonde. And I'm, I know German. It's close enough to touch. <laughs> that my plan, honestly, like right after this pandemic, because Canada's like closed to the world. Um, but as soon as it's done, I am going to Japan. Like I, I have it all set up. Twenty twenty three. I, my dad lived in Japan when he was in the Marine Corps and he keeps telling me we I, he actually like I grew up on like all these different uh like Japanese shows that he used to watch like Zaltuichi uh you know the blind samurai and Godzilla <laughs> like 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 the the OG Godzilla Mothra I love Mothra <laughs> and but uh yeah so that's it's funny actually that's like one of the things I was noticing about this episode is that there's like a lot of Japanese influences. I also see a lot of Korean influences and I'm like, mm-hmm. she's just blending the culture. So you don't really know where it is. It's great. Yeah, no, it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so Ben continues at, well, actually she continues. She's like, I don't, I don't doubt it, but um, we're not anywhere near Aries street, are we? Cause she's nervous. 
And he says, not exactly. It's further down the road. Mm. Yeah, still close. Why? This place mm. not upper class enough for you? So he, he has a chip on his shoulder, <clears throat> you know? Yeah. He thinks of Poppy as superior to him in terms of class ranking. And he like feels insecure about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's how he feels. Yeah. So you can, def- yeah, you can, you can definitely feel it. I mean, he's a kid. He's probably still in his teens. And so he just doesn't really know any better. And he doesn't, he probably doesn't even realize like how offensive he's speaking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah because he's- it's very offensive. It's a very offensive way to speak to anybody. And, you know, so, but, and he just does, you can tell he just doesn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> just doesn't get it. It can be kind of it can be kind of hard though. Like I actually, you know, grew up in a lower income area. It wasn't poor, you know. There's definitely some people that were just doing just fine, but mm-hmm. um, like you know, I grew up lower income, and then I got to college and I got accepted to this like fancy private school, and that was like, uh, it was like if you didn't get into Pepperdine University, that's where you went instead. <laughs> um, it was yeah. like. It's, you know, it's near LA, a lot of, you know, rich kids went to our school and it was such a culture shock, you know, so Mm. it could be, it could be a little of that too. Like she, he, she just looks like she's like completely different from, you know, her upbringing was definitely different, but well, you have yeah. to also think too, right? Cause he's like, what, 16 years old, right? He has a mother who has worked her freaking ass off, right. As, uh, uh, as a stripper. Um, right. And then, uh, he like, from what we know from previous episodes, he wants to help her get out of that, like, you know, situation, right. So there is probably like a little bit of that insecurity of like how his mother is being treated with, you know, the sort of work that she's doing, which, like in itself is, you know, got like uh, problems of like misogyny and stuff. Cause, uh, sex work stigma. is real work. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a very complicated situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very well said. He for sure feels insecure about that. Yeah. And Poppy is indignant at that because she also feels like, you know, you don't understand me, right. You don't know anything about my life. And she says, yeah. I'm not upper class than you are. I'm just not supposed to be in that area. And when somebody like, you know, I think thought about this a lot because like sometimes you hear, and obviously we don't know people from the outside either, but like, if you hear someone complaining about something where you're like, I went through way worse things and why are you complaining about such nonsense? You know, mm-hmm. it, it's hard to hear. So, you know, something like that. But again, anyway, this whole episode, we're going to steal a lesson about judging people. Yeah. And, and Ben goes, are you for real? How old are you? 12? <laughs> Veronica, exactly what you said. He's like, he's so offensive. And he just doesn't know because he's- he just doesn't get it. No, he doesn't. It's no. also really different when that's what you grew up with versus, you know, somebody who's like never been there. Uh, for example, mm-hmm. one, of my friend, one of my friends, I grew up on the beach. Like we were like the last beach town before you hit Mexico. And uh, one of my friends in middle school moved from Minnesota to our place, uh, to, to our town. And one time when we were in high school, we were all walking around visiting like shops that were on the beach and we were just walked in barefoot and she didn't want to go inside because she's like, well, I'm not wearing any shoes. And all of us were like, yeah, so, you know, like what's the big deal? Like, and we went inside and, uh, the guy was like, you're just going to leave your friend out there. It's like somebody we knew, like I had grown up, but he's like, he's going to leave your friend outside. It's like, she won't come in. He's like, why? He's like, 
because she doesn't have any shoes on and he's like did you did you tell her where we live and was like hey we tried you know so for her for him like he's used to it he's like his mom works there he's probably you know been on airy street a few times and to him it's Mm -hmm. like it might be you know chaotic and like a bad like place but it's normal and for her it's not so he's you know it's just kind of like a clash between I guess experience there yeah yeah I mean you can still tell that they have cultural differences yeah and different upbringings even if they are financially in the same place they still grew up so vastly different mm-hmm. yeah I I actually, uh, we've, we've, uh, done some therapy before and our, uh, our therapist, which by the way, if you're ever planning on getting married, like best idea ever is to get some couples counseling, because as our account, as our counselor told us, he said, everybody and every relationship is in a multicultural relationship, even if you're from the same culture, because neither of you grew up the same way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I would, my, my, my husband and I would get into these fights because, he would expect me to act a certain way. And I was like, I don't think you understand. You and I are two individuals trying to live within the same house who grew up in vastly different ways. Like, I'm just not going to think like you. Just not. Exactly. No matter how much you want me to think like you, I am not going to think like you. I don't think to just do these little things. Like, that's just not what I do, you know? And he's just like, but that's a normal thing. I'm like, to you, it's normal. (laughs) Shut up. Now you're mean to me. Like, no, your normal is different from my normal. Your normal way of growing up is way different from my normal way of growing up. So exactly. you can't say shit like that because that's mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I call him out on his bullshit all the time. I was like, uh-uh. Like, if we get in arguments, he starts name calling. I'm like, uh-uh. Nope, this argument is now invalid. Because <laughs> I think that's healthy. Once you, start, that's healthy. once you start name calling, you no longer have an argument. Exactly. You got nothing left. And sometimes I'll just be like, no, if you are 100% the asshole right now, I'm walking away. <laughs> That's good. You okay. shut your boundaries. That, boundaries are good in any relationship. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> where there just aren't any. And like one, you could tell like one person always just kind of concedes. I'm like, oh, it's rough. That's rough. I, like it makes me think like thinking of like, you know, we haven't even seen Tora uh you know so far and I'm thinking like you know they come from such different backgrounds you know that you know it is like complete night and day for them so I mean I wonder if Lily will be putting like some sort of like marriage therapy or like relationship therapy like later episodes because like they come from like two completely different worlds like there's no way that Poppy can understand Torah and Torah is definitely not going to be able to understand Poppy because I mean yeah he didn't have parents who cared about him growing up, so. Yeah, but he did have Alice, and he had Joe. That's true. The Alice and he had therapist. Fred and there you go. <laughs> yeah, and I think this whole arc is is going to set up, you know, a confrontation between his world and her world, and another yeah. indication of like, can they get along? And can yeah. they work it out? I, yeah, I think too, though, like because even even though Poppy looks like when we first look at her, we're like, oh, she's totally normal, a normal upbringing. But like, from what we do know about her is she was raised by her single father and her mom went like ran off when she was young. And that had to be like hard in its own, you know, situation. Right. And then Mm -hmm. her father 
father passes away when she's still young and she's raised by her grandmother. Like, so these are things that we see behind the scenes and we know about Poppy, but anybody kind of looking at the surface level of like this young, um, like very nice dressed, you know, young woman would look at her and be like, oh yeah, she's so privileged compared to me. Right. Yeah. And it's all Ben. I mean, he admitted it too, where he mm -hmm. thought that she was like some exec because of how she was dressed when he first saw her Yeah, and how she just offered him 50 bucks to like deliver a note. So of course in his mind, like she has all of it, except for when she had to pay in coins. And then yeah. like, I guess she doesn't have all of it. <laughs> so, yeah. And it's also young and like young people don't understand yet that, you know, you can't judge people on the outside and that, you know, not appearances don't fly, you know, inside. So, I mean, mm-hmm. she got her outfits for free, right? From her jean. Yeah. I have like, fancy cousins who give me their hand-me-downs. So if I ever wear something expensive, it's from them. I never buy it. <laughs> Dude, I would go shopping in my mom's closet all the time. I'm like, I'm not advanced enough to buy these outfits. So... I'm going in her closet. <laughs> I always do that in my thirties with three children. And I don't feel like I'm advanced enough to get fancy clothes. So <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day, but not I can't afford that stuff. Yeah. You have to buy yeah. it from, you know, online places. Right. Yeah. Like, like I've, it's been great. Cause as my mother has gotten older and it's, and she's changed her body over time these clothes no longer fit her as well. So I'm just like, I'll just move this to my closet in my house. <laughs> I'll just my, take this one as well. She won't miss it. I'll just. My, I'll my secret is going, uh, is going thrift shopping or to like buy, sell trade places in like nicer neighborhoods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great way to do it. Yup. <laughs> so, yeah. so anyway, Ben, despite his um, obnoxious comments, does show that he has a kind heart because he tells her anyway eat up it's on me as an apology for uh an apology for uh to taking your your <laughs> you can't even get the words out he's so embarrassed i know and poppy's nice you're like oh that's okay at least it's safe and sound with me now so we know that she has it um i'm yeah. sure you had your reasons just maybe not do it again i don't think it's worth the risk you know but she's being very kind about it and very mm-hmm. sympathetic like she's not chewing him off she's just yeah gently gently lecturing him (laughs) sometimes Mm. that happens like I uh a couple of years ago I had a I had a party right and uh one of the it was for my school like the people I went to radio school with and one of the schoolmates brought um her 15 year old cousin who did not look 15 right he did not drink but I did offer him a beer because I thought he was like in his 20s Anyways, long story short, he stole my cell phone, right? And Aww. yeah, like stole it because I had it like, because uh, everybody was like kind of busy and I had it on like a thing playing music, but I didn't realize that it was gone or whatever, right? I got the cell phone back and it was, it was fine. She felt absolutely horrible. And I was just like, no, it's fine. Like, I'm not going to call the police or whatever. Like, yeah. A kid saw an opportunity. He was 15 years old. I guess his, uh, he had broken his phone or something like that. And, and he took it. And I was just like, listen, shit happens. I have my phone back. I'm happy. It's great. It's, you know, mm-hmm. so like sometimes that happens and you just kind of have to show that empathy to, you know, somebody that made a mistake. Yeah. I mean, as long as, I mean, he's owning it. So yeah. 
he took the initiative to like <clears throat> message her and give it back and take her to dinner. I'm like, that's a very, that's a very mature way to be when you're a teenager that just, you know, will just snatch things when they see it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Her empathy actually allows him to open up because yeah. first he says, you know, he's rude. And he's like, yeah, like I'm taking life advice from a dumbass like you. <laughs> oh God, Ben, you just like say one nice thing and then you just ruin it. <laughs> he's got, he's got to make sure that she, that he, that she doesn't, you know, mistake him for just being a, you know, soft little marshmallow, which he is, yeah. but you know. <laughs> She's like, then, don't be rude to your seniors. It's cute. It's so and, cute. <laughs> but then he does like take a moment you could tell he's kind of like thinking while he's eating yeah. and then he decides to open up to her and tell her give her an explanation for why he took it and he says my mom works at that club I was trying to get money to clear her debt so she can quit but I guess I'm better off I don't know staying out of trouble and finding a job that pays well or shit he's <laughs> looking around to look out for her even if we can't get more money right now so I mean that was pretty brave of him I'm sure it's not easy for him to talk about that he certainly mm-hmm. didn't talk about it before but, yeah. you know, he feels, I think that her reaction and Patty talked about this in her analysis, her reaction allowed him to feel comfortable enough to say that to her, but he yeah. wasn't judged. Yeah. Cause she's just being very open and showing that she's not judging him. Right. No matter what the situation is, she's like, I'm, it's all good. I'm not judging. Yeah. You know? And I think that's fantastic. But that also just shows the kind of person Poppy is. She's just this open person that accepts people for who they are and doesn't see the worst in them just because they did something bad. And that's mm-hmm. really, that's a really hard thing. You know, a lot of people can't think that way. And a lot of people are like, you fucked up that one time. Obviously you're canceled. Like, yeah. <laughs> So it's nice and refreshing to see something like this, where it's like, oh, you did something bad. You're obviously not a bad person, though. So it's great. Can I just like take a minute to talk about like how like pretty Poppy's hair looks, real quick, and you know the next panel after that, like, mm-hmm. oh, Lily makes her hair look so nice. Like I need somebody who's whoever's doing Poppy's hair in this webtoon needs to come and do my hair because <laughs> I, I am terrible to do my own hair but her hair looks so good you can even like see the like sheen off of it you know like the reflection mm-hmm. of the light and yeah oh, it's just such a great it's just a, such a well-drawn panel yeah but that's what I mean like Lily's like her highlights her shading it's like on point because that's what's really making everything pop like it's subtle, like in Poppy's face, it's very subtle, but you can mm-hmm. see the shadowing. You can see all of that to really define her face, which is making every, all of her other features, especially her eyes just like blow up. Oh yeah. Actually, like even like the slight blush in her cheeks. Yeah. Like, in her actually, little, in her little you, blush, you know, little color in her nose. I don't know if you can see it really well, but I'm pretty sure that you can see Ben's shadow on Poppy in this panel like oh right here yeah 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 like like you like that is such crazy attention to detail there (laughs) Mm -hmm. for sure and she's just she's just so talented she's so instantly talented my darling husband bought my charger for the tablet which is dying so (laughs) (laughs) nice 
it's okay. My husband's messaging me like, Hey, can I get my, can I get my stuff in here? So my husband's doing the same thing. <laughs> I got it. I asked him to get it for me. So he was nice. <laughs> so um, Poppy praises him for it, which is also wonderful. You know, when someone does something that's hard, you want to encourage that behavior again and make sure that he feels validated for taking that step. And yeah. she says, I, I think that's a really mature decision, Ben. Pretty sure your mom would be relieved if she knew. <laughs> and again, but he, he has to be that obnoxious teenager. He just goes right back. He's like, yeah, sure. Would you quit being so perky and cheerful? It's really annoying. Slurp. <laughs> you know, what's so funny. He kind of reminds me of like what we've seen from Torah as a teenager, mm-hmm. like that's mm-hmm. kind of the mentality of how I see, like yeah. how, uh, how he acts. Yeah. Right. Of like, it's um, totally like how Torah was acting towards Joe. Yeah. Oh, yeah totally. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like Joe's trying to be all nice and do all this shit. And Torah's like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> With his broken jaw and he can't even speak correctly. <laughs> Yeah, it's exactly it's exactly the same. And then there goes Poppy with her reparenting. She doesn't even realize she's doing it. Yeah, it's like Poppy is definitely the mom of the group. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But she does say, "Excuse me." (laughs) Now, like everything behind her is black, and you know her face is like indignant. (laughs) Yeah, but I love it because she won't take someone's shit. Still, Mm -hmm. it's great. Right. Yeah. Like the, mm-hmm. you know you, you don't want to get all walked over but you also want to be understanding yeah so ben tells her what he's thinking and why he's and talks that way and he says you've got your life laid out in front of you it's easy being optimistic in your position and then poppy like my position like you even know what position i'm in which is again very valid point and he says mm-hmm. an easier one than mine i'll bet and now poppy has a moment of insight and she says ben's statement sounds kind of familiar and she thinks back to when Urgene was saying, oh, she's been following these free YouTube workout videos for months. She should get a gym membership. And Poppy's like, I can't afford one, my privileged affluent friend. And she realized that she was judging Urgene back then. That, mm-hmm. you know, Urgene didn't understand what she was going through. And she was saying, oh, Urgene is more privileged than me. And she realizes Ben thinks he's, she's more privileged than him. And, you know, it's always hard. My mother, my, my mother, my mother-in-law, um, apparently when she was, when my husband was growing up, always told him that for a rich gr- little girl, if she doesn't get a pony for her eight-year-old birthday, her sorrow and sadness could be the same as like a little boy from a poor family who doesn't get like basic clothing because it is all relative. And like, it's based on how you grew up and what you, your expectations are. So you might look at her and say like, oh, you're so spoiled brat. And yeah, maybe she is, but her feelings are real to her, you know? So mm-hmm. Poppy is going through a difficult time. And can you objectively say Ben's life is more difficult? Hard to judge. I don't know. You know, in a, yeah. yes, like in many ways, his, he probably comes from a poor background. His, I don't know anything about his dad or if he's around, but you know, his it's mom is definitely like single mom status for sure. Right. Yeah. Poppy had a single dad, but it seems they seem <laughs> materially comfortable. They don't seem to have struggled with money that we know of yet. And her grandma was there and she was very loving and, you know, she didn't grow up with violence in her life that Ben appears to have grown up in. So mm-hmm. Poppy's like, what are you talking about? I had a hard life and I struggle and that's true, but you know, Ben feels like mm-hmm. he's struggling more. <laughs> yeah. So it's- she even says that too in the next yeah. panel. She's like, not to turn this into a race to the bottom or anything. Yeah. Right. At least your mom is still around. Mine just up and left us. 
and she doesn't know anything about his dad, right? But, you know, she, yeah. and then she realizes I've been making the same kind of assumptions about Erdine and others like her, but it doesn't feel so good when someone else assumes I'm having an easy time just because I seem to be in a better position than them. My bad, Dean, I guess I really am kind of judgy. And it's just, you know, it's just a really good lesson where, you know, A, you never know what anyone's going through, no matter what they look like on the outside. You really, really don't. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard to make judgments and compare like who, who has it worse. You can't really make that call. You're not in their heart. You don't know how they feel it. You don't know how they experience it. So it's just a lesson in to be kind, you know? Mm-hmm. So at least we know that her parents got divorced. Mm-hmm. He asked if your parents got divorced. She's like, apparently they did. <laughs> so did that I like, like his huff, honey. Yeah. I love that oh, he played on it. Too. I was wondering why it was split up that way. I was like, is she just being like, uh, apparently like she's being annoying? Like, because she's like annoyed that they got divorced. I get it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, I even read in the Patreon comments, someone wrote, oh, that was a great pun. I was like, where was the pun? I didn't see a pun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The other thing too, is I really enjoy the attention to detail in this moment too, right? Because we've got it where he says like, you know, the, the pun, and then you can mm-hmm. see on the ground, you know, skittering by is, uh, the, the bug, I believe it's a cockroach. It's definitely uh, yeah. a cockroach. Oh, That's definitely uh, a cockroach. I, I hate cockroaches so <laughs> much. If like, it was a spider, I don't think people's reaction would be as severe. No, cockroaches are it's just. something about, if I can handle any other kind of bug being around me. I truly mm-hmm. can. I'm always like, oh, spider, go ahead and live in my house. Go and eat those other those other little insects. I'm good with that. As soon as I see a cockroach, I'm like, no, dog, dog. Yeah, they they really like uh, like wet areas. So, and I lived right by the beach, so there was always cockroaches. It was oh, so no. gross. Right. Up, there was so many. Yeah. No, I live where there's so much con- like because I live in a I live in a row house, so all the houses are connected and they're all super super old. Um, like our house is over a hundred years old. Like all of the houses are like that, and there's so much road construction and development happening that it's just they they got to go somewhere. They got to go somewhere, <laughs> and that's the thing too. Like <laughs> in my mentality, when it comes to like roaches, like. I don't tell the apartment building I lived in before we moved into this house had roaches, like bad uh, roaches. Right. And it was like, Oh, I tried everything to get rid of these damn things, but I did not tell awful. any, Oh, I know. And I, I, I didn't tell anybody about it because there is like this mentality that if you have roaches, you're like gross dirty. or something or you're dirty. dirty. Yeah. But like, once you get they them, literally live everywhere. I know. Like, once you get them, either. it's impossible to get rid of them. And yeah, when you do die. try to, yeah, exactly. And it, so for anybody out there, if this is a problem that you're dealing with, do not feel bad because so many people are dealing with it. It's okay. Yeah. All yeah. a no. professional. Not, yeah. Like I, none of the products you can buy at the store will work. You need to Dude, call no, professionals. professionals can't even get rid of them completely. No, I know. You have if to you... have like such a sealed up house, which is burn it down. <laughs> impossible. Yeah. Yeah. I lived in, in Memphis and Memphis had a ton of cockroaches. And um, there, there was a, I, when, back when I lived in Memphis, I had like less stuff going on in my life. I used to clean the house, not drawing for three hours a night. I was insane. Like I was a crazy meat freak and we had tons of cockroaches. So like, yes, yeah. it was not correlated okay. to cleanliness. <laughs> yeah. 
it's a yeah no like well, like it, where my mom because my mom grew up my parents grew up in the philippines and so they get those tropical size oh, cockroaches yeah. where they're four inches oh my God. long and then they're like four inch long antennas as well uh, <sighs> no thank Bye. you yeah and my mom grew up very like well off and so you know their house was always tended to and always nice but you can't it didn't matter them giant cockroaches if they want to get in they're gonna get in and it's, it's just, just it's crazy I saw one when I was how they I can't do this. <laughs> they are literally everywhere. I mean, they're here in the States. They're like in islands in the middle of the ocean. Like they're everywhere. They're everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> they will live longer than us. That's for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. as Wally proved. Anywho, okay. Yes. So this cockroach is scuttling up Ben's leg. He doesn't realize it. And uh, yeah. huh? he's like, oh, that was plenty. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring it up. She's like, it's fine. I don't remember much anymore. Uh, you still sound salty about it. She's like, well, gee, Ben, you must be real popular with the ladies. She <laughs> <laughs> oh, gets so annoyed with this kid. She gets so annoyed with him. She is just making her way through. Uh, like, Quincy, Quincy needs to hit him around a few times. <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, well, you know what they say. And he scratches his leg. Because he felt that itch and he's like, misery loves kumpa. And then he sees the cockroach on his hands and arm and he's Hands like, down. I would react the exact same way. Yeah, he's yeah. like, yeah! <laughs> Without realizing it. So fast. Uh, <laughs> that bowl of soup. Noodles flying all over reaction. the place. This was just so great though. It's such yeah, a, oh my God. That is everyone's reaction. Everyone's. Uh, oh. And it's bone. Yeah. <laughs> it was so gross, so gross. So his bowl splatters all over the pant leg and shoes, fancy shoes of this guy. And we see the guy from the back. He's wearing this red suit and he's got green hair and um, tons of earrings on his ear. And like his green, his head is bald, but then he has like a little bit of green hair on top. And that's where we end with that scene. What's going yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now, guys. We move to game <laughs> hall and we are going to see a face we haven't seen in a while. He's back. <laughs> we have beautiful, game. beautiful. We have face. a pool table and then mm-hmm. we have. We, <laughs> I'm sorry, lips. Gonna... <laughs> we lips. No, okay. So I, I love how Lily did this because when she first introduced us to Tora, it was just in segments the same way, but it started with his eyes. And now she's doing it in segments, but starting with his lips. Mm. I was like, ah, this woman. Uh, I did not think I would know, react this like, way to seeing Tora again. Knows, Let's just she say. She just show us his face I first like, because we would all hyperventilate too fast. So she <laughs> <was all in. laughs> there would be no more than a popular fan. <laughs> would all, all, all die. If she just started off with that face. So. So oh. she's just she's slowly introducing Tora to us. Mm-hmm. I, lo- I, I love that. I love she's true. She's right. It's like we both die <laughs> if it started off just his yeah. face. I, and she's putting like also, panels. Sorry, go ahead. It, it, no, it's, it's also kind of a tease. You just see like him, and you can't even see his hand. His hand is kind of blurry. You just see like that all you can see. Hand. Is, yeah. Yes. But you know, it's, it's kind of a tease because like she just shows a little bit of it, and you're thinking like, oh, when to the next? Nope, next panel yeah. you see the <laughs> ball. Like five panels, five panels. Yeah. Well, build I, this up because <laughs> we need yeah. a breather. 
And then it's like, <laughs> Ben, she's getting us ready. She's like, just, just wait, it's coming. He's coming. It, it's, it's coming. It's good. It's good. Is, it is it a breathe in? Is it a breathe in? Or is it a tease? And then we're rewarded. Oh my God. Okay. So I need to know how many of us put this as a screensaver of some sort. I don't. I didn't. I, my, my background is Jonghyun from Shiny and it will probably stay that way for a while, (laughs) but I do cycle out sometimes. So eventually we'll get to Torah, but you know, right now, right now I've been listening to Shiny a lot. I can't get rid of this. This is my nephew. I can't get rid of this hair. I can't like this, this hair is so perfect. Mine's just flowers. Yeah. (laughs) I change mine every Every half a year, maybe. I don't I can't out. show mine because uh, it's from another panel that is not yet uh, <laughs> a few chapters ahead. Uh-huh. Yes, um, yes. So I can't show it. But <laughs> so it's so just good. to be fair, we all fast pass that night, right? Within like the first 10 minutes. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. I went through yeah. those coins like <laughs> it was like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's like, oh my gosh. Yeah everyone everyone was just making them go away showering Lily with all that money all them dollars yeah oh yeah I had been saving so I do google rewards and whenever like I I do it like I get anywhere from like 10 cents rewards to however well you could use it in the google play store so I did I use I used uh, my points I waited up until I had like 30 dollars and I just bought like a whole bunch I've been saving like for months (laughs) <laughs> and use it and and I used it to like buy like all the coins pretty much so that I'm like okay we're good for a while okay I can get through because I was like I know I know she's coming back so I know here, here goes all my coins so. <laughs> mm-hmm. no Love seriously it. it's one of those things where it's like there were there were sh- like other webtoons that I spent coins on where I was like you know what I need to really manage my coins right now because I'm going to have to use them for more important reasons. <laughs> I, I, I'm at a point where I only use my coins on Lore Olympus and Midnight Poppyland, and that is it. I do Lore Olympus because, I mean, obviously. Oh, yeah. Um, I, that was my first love when it came to yeah, Webtoon. Yeah, um, that it is, that's actually what... I started reading first on on webtoons so and then um and purple i, I still can't say the last name the last part hi, hi, yes. it's like yeah hi. that one uh cynthia like hyacinth i hi, might have Asa. actually okay. planted purple hyacinths in my garden this yes. spring oh. because of that oh but, gosh me too yeah but yeah. yeah, I actually have been, so I have a, like my husband and I, we have just like a fun budget for like, we have like a set amount that we can spend every month. And I, when I realized that when she announced like, oh, Midnight Populance is coming back. That's why I was saving up my coins. Cause I was like, I like SM entertainment uh, was like having all the comebacks. So I spent all my, all my budget on like K-pop stuff. And I'm like, <gasps> I don't have enough coins. So yeah, I, <laughs> I budgeted, I budgeted my, uh, my Google rewards until I could buy like a crap ton of coins at once so that I could mm-hmm. fast pass midnight poppy land. So here we are. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. Yeah. So and the detail here, I mean, I was just trying to imitate the way his fingers are because they're just stunning. Like I just, I just noticed it right away. His fingers are like bent perfectly. 
how does this man have such gorgeous hands how like they're square and beautiful like, <laughs> lily's to drive attention so to hard. anatomy is amazing mm-hmm. like she just she understands anatomy so well she understands lighting so well she's just she's just, <sighs> just, just <laughs> she is queen lily for a reason oh, yeah. <laughs> god so he is playing against this other guy who he's clearly you know he's just shot like a hole in the corner or whatever and this other guy is like god damn it and he's like, <laughs> he's like they're like haha nico chan didn't even get a turn this round and emily pointed out that nico means cat so cat tiger right he's like man mm-hmm. nico chan, you really suck well you know what the fuck you lost five races in a row oh come on bro and he's really cute um he's like he has this mm-hmm. mustache and this like kimono like thing and he's like, yeah. you don't even wager all this money anymore. Do you have to really go this hard? So we know, by the way, it seems that Tora has been, he used to use this as a way of getting money. Like, it seems like he needed money for something. And now mm. they're telling him, like, you have enough money, you don't need it anymore. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah. The money for before, like, was Vincent not paying him enough? Was he saving up for something? Like, kind of like spend with candy? Who knows? I mean, he was like, before he was where he is now i'm sure he was more or less like a low level like you know clan member where he's just simply not making enough money and so and you're 18 19 year old years old going to pool halls and you know you can hustle people you're gonna hustle people that's like that's what a lot of you know people started right yeah i have actually done that before but it was never for money um i actually uh would i i lived in an area with a lot of navy seals and i would sometimes like get their like sunglasses or their watches and stuff like that because they were nice like they had like oakley's <laughs> and, and stuff like that so i was like yeah and they probably oh, underestimated it. you and didn't think you could play as well as them and then oh, you're yeah. like bitch let me show you i love that i love i love when that happens bitch better when, have my money <laughs> yeah i love when that happens i'm like i'm gonna show you how well i know this shit better than you know this shit mr man <laughs> well no i <laughs> always tough man my thing was i always play like oh i don't know what i'm doing ah, ha, 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 ha. and then they like take it and then they'd be like oh you know they go easy on me and then i'd be like oh what's that i just uh crazy i just got the you know i just managed to beat you like i just really understand angles well oh i just i didn't know i knew angles and physics so well but i guess i do <laughs> i'm like that with i i was like that with bowling like when it when it comes to pool I'm I'm garbage at it but bowling I'm pretty I'm pretty good I suck <laughs> at bowling I can't bowl bocce ball I'm good at I don't know what that is it's oh bocce bowling. ball is so fun it has a little yeah <laughs> I love it's a little queer bocce ball <laughs> yeah <laughs> anywho so he's counting the money and <laughs> And then Tora looks back at him with that like side eye and he's like, oh, old habit, sorry. And he just throws the money back at him. He's like, keep your money. Oh, there goes a Tora. Uh, I love his shocked face. This <laughs> Nico Chan's shocked face. He's like, what? My money? What? You're cute. Keep my with money. His, like, with his like half shaved off eyebrows. Anybody <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> notice that? Yeah. yeah Have true. we seen Nico Chan before? I think he was posted if you're on as Patreon, a, a you've Patreon. Seen yeah, that's Patreon why. Before. You look okay. familiar, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, she showed his face. Lily posted his face on on um, Patreon. Oh, a few months ago. that's and said it was one it was. of Tora's <laughs> childhood friends. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So childhood friends. friends what the guys. heck? Happened? Yes, friends. <laughs> what the heck happened in Nico Chan versus Tora? Like somebody is somebody's genes are not doing justice. <laughs> Tor, Tor must have really good G's because that guy, that Nico Chan looks way older. Cute. He looks cute. I'll say that. He's yeah. cute, but he, he does is. look way older. It's the eyebrows. It's the lack of eyebrows. It's the mustache. Yeah. If he wouldn't wear a mustache, mustache, he wouldn't look that old. If he took away the porn stash and filled in his eyebrows, he would totally look younger. Yeah. Yes. Homeboy just needs to like figure out, like go to a makeup artist. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But then I but love how he's still questioning. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he told me to keep my money like what and then he's like did that ever just get laid <laughs> <laughs> well no. you know Tora clearly is never this happy <laughs> yeah but again still the attention to detail to his face is so good it, it is. is so good I actually so so the mustache is what got me is that like it was like perfectly even on both sides and I've been watching uh, this K drama called Bosam, uh, and it's got Jung Ilwu in it, and he has he's wearing a mustache, and it's been killing me because the entire time, the entire time, the makeup artist put like one side a little bit too long than the other, and I'm just like, <laughs> you know, just like really, really, you know. But you know, Lily, Lily got it right. <laughs> I'm sitting there. I remember because yeah. I was like. You know, I just, I had just watched an episode before this dropped and I was like, oh, let me look. And then I was like reading it. And I was like, ah, oh, Lily could figure it out. You know, mm-hmm. come on, come on, stylists over at whoever's doing that. <laughs> That's what I noticed. Yeah. yeah so he's exulting and they're like, better think twice before you challenge our big bro, Nico Chan. Yeah. Go home, old man. Like, What's with all these people disrespecting older people right now? <laughs> I know. Hey, yeah. These, these damn kids on my lead. These little hoodlums don't know any respect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's like, who are you calling old man? I pull rule the Irish street snooker scene. What's a snooker? I don't know what a snooker is. Uh, I, I think it's like a, another form of uh, pool. Oh, Okay. Maybe. Um, yeah. Google this. Um, <laughs> like, somebody want to Google in the background? <laughs> I rule the air street snicker scene with your big bro when you babies were still in diapers. Now shut up before I kick y'all out of my shop. So it's his shop. Okay, nice. Yeah, say whatever you want, Nico Chan. You know you'll miss us if we're really gone. He's like my mom, always threatening to do shit to you, but they never do it. You're stinking, Brent. Tora, Tora, where the hell did he go? Cute. Just cute interaction. Uh, so snooker is basically pool, but just like our British way of saying it. Okay, interesting. Huh. Yeah, I'm I'm looking that up, and I was like, this looks a whole lot like pool still. Yeah, you know that makes me think that there's like got to be like a, a Singapore uh, influence on there because Singapore was a British colony for like ever. So I'm kind of almost wondering if mm-hmm. that's or Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've always too. had Singapore in my mind. Yeah. I've always had Singapore in my mind. Right. Uh, it's like, just because it has so many different cultures also mm-hmm. like mixed in to it. So I'm like, yeah, so I can see how it's very, it can be like Singapore. Yeah. So anyway, we now go back to Ben and Poppy. They're sitting there frozen and all these thugs are suddenly congregating around their table. Mm-hmm. And 
like it's like they have this like shizzle expression on their face and the guy stands up his shoes are clacking you could just he's the kind of guy who wants like attention he's like clack 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 and mm-hmm. they're still frozen ben's like this his arms are in front of him and he ben is petrified frozen the guy yeah. smashes his foot on ben's hand which is on his thigh and ben's <sighs> like oh like well i know poor guy right he's such a poor kid mm-hmm. and he's just like hunched over right he doesn't react and he's like what are you waiting for says pink suited dude <clears throat> and then we see his face. Enough, the mess- i mean he is joker reject yes oh he does look like oh that my oh my gosh he's joker reject he's jared leto joker reject oh my like, God, the type right. of joker you would order from wish.com <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that walmart was great- off-brand joker <laughs> oh good so good yeah, yeah that's about right that is off-brand joker though this is a joke you get is. from wish.com that's why you never talk at wish.com people never oh i have i, I have. have i 100% understand what you're saying <laughs> <laughs> and um i hope we recognize this guy because this guy was in episode 10 he was the guy in the waffle house who was cleaning up stuff because he wanted to get some money Bullshit and his mom yeah he was horrible to his mom and found the dvd with suzuki and I wonder if that's where he got the money to buy this. Yeah, pretty sure. Because he definitely looked like a, a bum that was like hard for cash. Yeah. Like yeah, taking he, shit from his mom's place. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now he has a fancy suit and shoes. Yeah, he definitely was the one that like he sold that video. Something to someone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yes. And now he thinks he's hot stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like well, probably like a child. Yeah. Yeah. And they're standing around. That's not, there's like so many people standing around there there's like one two three four five six and this guy the vendor at the food shop he's like what are those punks doing here civilian area who are they nine daggers and this other guy who's out of frame says nah i heard the nines are finally playing nice thanks to some assassination attempt yes we know who did that and you know that was torah in 36 when vincent you know told him to kill those people and he only um he only you know graced them and they're like, thank God for that. Business wouldn't survive a full-on clan war, let me tell you that. And they're like, oh, so just regular street rats. You know how it is. The louder, the lower, which is a very good insight. They mm-hmm. say, down, old man, those crooks will never leave us in peace if we stop them. They're playing cards, by the way. I just noticed. Mm-hmm. And there's something very significant. They're like, God damn, if only old Alice's boy was still in charge of this area. Which one? The big one or the little one? They're both big lads, aren't they? Last time I saw them. Okay, the fat cop or the Bontyman kid? So now we know that both, you know, Tora was called Alice's boy. Yeah. 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 I also love how, like, Lily low-key just kind of, like, smoothed out the clan war right there. Yeah. Yeah. She low-key smoothed it out and be like, oh, all right, no more clan war right now. (laughs) No more nine daggers? All right, cool. Low-key's just done. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She's like, that's not a focus right now. <laughs> yeah. We got well, other yet. things to worry about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that she did that. And they say that he's like, he continues to see his both of them. And then the guy says James Bond, because which I didn't know what it was, but apparently it's like a when you win at a card game. And he says, they were the only ones who gave a damn about the little guys like us. And that's just so beautiful. That- I can totally see it too. I bet. I mean, you could tell. <sighs> yeah. Ugh. Not Tora. 
And we go back to the scene. They're frozen. One guy puts his hand on his arms on Ben's shoulders. He's sweaty, bullets. Mm-hmm. He has this very determined look on her face. And she starts to, she puts her hand on her bag. And meanwhile, we're continuing with the street vendor's thoughts and they say, or ver- verbalizations. And he says, if either one of those boys was here, he would have taken care of those punks easily. And now mm-hmm. flip to the other boy. And the game to- hall. Right. Outside yeah. of the game hall. And Tora steps outside. He clicks, um, lights a cigarette. And we have this beautiful shot of him <laughs> out of the buildings. There's birds flying in the sunset, smoke rising up around him. Him being and- thicker than a Snickers. <laughs> what do you say? I said him being thicker than a Snickers. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah we, that that jacket is pretty tight on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's well was, mm-hmm. So Patty analyzed this alleyway. She was like, he's in between two buildings. He's in between two worlds. And then we see Pat Poppy running towards him. So it's again like the the classic, you know, two worlds meeting, two different worlds coming together. Yeah, and, yeah, and we see. Um, Poppy running, Tora looking towards her with that gorgeous face with the cigarette. And she's like, run! That's this cute thing. Adorable. She got guys behind her. And that's how we end. (laughs) (laughs) The sweat and like the red face, you know, you can tell that she's like going. But you can can still see, it's like him, obviously, you can still see the smoke and stuff like that. It's him looking at her through all the smoke and stuff yeah Ah, wonderful well he looks very shocked because he probably did not expect to see her running towards him and in In aries street and and yet it's somehow very fitting because (laughs) poppy is always getting into a little bit of trouble Mm -hmm. no but again what i love this the symbolism that lily does god it's like when the first time they meet was and like, you know, the first episode of first season, when they first meet, it's in Poppy's world. Mm-hmm. And now like full on straight up Poppy's world, mm-hmm. like her hometown countryside, cute little train station thing, like, you know, and then you move over premiere of second season and it's like, they're colliding in his world. Like, yeah, I fucking love that. I love that. I didn't even think about that. We started off in Poppy's world and Poppy's, you know, town. So that now we're starting off this season in mm-hmm. Tora's neck of the woods now. No, but it's again, with the way it's symbolized, like it, it showing that, you know, first season really focused on Tora entering Poppy's world and figuring out how do I live a life around civilians? Like, how mm-hmm. do I do that? How do I live my life in the day, in the daytime, yeah. in brightness, in sunshine, in office buildings, you know, like he, and now it's, it's Poppy, like, and, and then it's like Lily is setting it up, showing that now it's Poppy's turn to immerse herself into Torah's world. Yep. And that's just, I love it. <laughs> oh, chills, chills. 
it's gorgeous. So, yeah. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. See, yeah. beautiful. Did you see the, like her outfit and like just all the attention detail, even in like the last panel here, you can see like the strap from her purse, you know, the and her, ah. her blouse is like, all yes, her, her dress just like, yeah. <laughs> I would totally wear that outfit. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I would wear it with boots, but I would totally wear that outfit. Oh, it'd be so cute. Like, I'm, can I like, just can I just wear Poppy's wardrobe sometimes? I really I want a wardrobe between Poppy and Erdine. I'm good. <laughs> I really want Lily to collab with a designer and like have a Midnight <laughs> Poppy Land line. Oh How? Oh my gosh! So you guys, you have to check out Casey Jaren's Instagram because she is a seamstress. I don't know if she's professionally or just for a hobby. She has sewed several of Poppy's outfits for herself. It is so cool. She oh, put the outfit, really? the fabric, <sighs> and she sewed it for herself. Really, really. I cool. wish I was that talented. Wait, who is this? Casey Jaren. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen. I see. She's also. She's also done. Um, what is it? Um, Yu's shirt. His little tropical shirt. Yes. Before. Yes. She I've did that. that. Like, I think oh, she did yeah. the yellow Poppy's yellow shirt. She did the cactus shirt. Mm. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. I will have to follow on Instagram. Yeah, mm-hmm. love it. Love it. Yeah. So I have another episode coming up soon. So what are your final thoughts on this episode? I think it's a great like opener. It's not what mm-hmm. again. Like I didn't know what to expect, but it was definitely not what I expected. <laughs> but I think, it wasn't what I expected like, either. I think it was a very, very, like, just appropriate first uh, first episode of the season, just yeah. because of the way she manages to tie in what happened, and then throw all these like symbolisms in there that if you're just like a diehard, you would really get it. <laughs> I also. I also realized that it was really long, you know, like she definitely mm-hmm. like this I, for me, at least I was like, you know, I've, I've been reading other comics and stuff like that. And to me, it seemed like, oh man, you know, Lily going out of the bank and it's like a long episode. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I gotta be real. Like Lily's episodes are usually very long. They're compared very to long other. compared to other tunes. Yeah. Like Lily does so much more in her episodes than some of the other ones that I've seen. Uh, and, and like, because there's like that attention to detail and um, I guess like my thoughts with this thing is it's a really good opener to set the scene and also the framing of like different things, like having those two guys at the, at the shop explaining a little bit more of the details behind the scenes, mm-hmm. right? And just like using that to kind of set the scene and like and then we go into this um cliffhanger where you're like unless you know you fast passed maybe but we did (laughs) which we all did uh but it but it is a good like start to be like oh my god I want more now Mm -hmm. this was like this was the free episode let me tell you like I would have even paid for it because I feel that you know with that it's completely worth you know, the coins, like hundred percent, which is why I fast pass it and why I was like, so, you know, into making sure I had all the coins, but because it is hundred percent like worth the, the, you know, the spending of coins, because, you know, you're going to get a pretty long episode and like a very like just visually stunning episode, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
like during this during her hiatus I've gotten into like just reading a lot of fluff webtoons just to like Mm -hmm. you know kill time and not really like invest too much of my brain power into them but I'll just like you know make some smile and laugh and and get all giggly and shit but (laughs) it's like I, you know, and I read all these, I'm just like, there's still, like, there is still nothing out there. There is nothing out there like Midnight Poppy Land, as far as, like, the artwork is concerned and the storytelling. Agreed. Nothing hey. is like Midnight Poppy Land. Like, uh, man, like, even, it's, I even had my husband start reading Midnight Poppy Land, and he, like, you know, he was, he was laughing. He calls Torah Muscles McGee, but, you know, like, <laughs> Yeah, let's we'll do uh, Real Husbands of Midnight Poppy Land edition two. Oh <laughs> yeah, you should do a second one. I I really I, I really do feel that like you saying that there really is nothing that compares to Midnight Poppy Land. Like I don't know what it is. Like having read like the canvas, and obviously it's vastly different. But I just mm-hmm. I, when I first discovered it, like all those like years at this point you know ago like I just knew that there was something special about this series compared Mm -hmm. to other ones that I was like oh I need to know everything about this like I've been like I I was a Patreon like pretty much as soon as I discovered it because I was like I I've been following this for so oh yeah I knew I just I was like I am in deep (laughs) Mm mm-hmm yeah. yeah well, my, my husband was my husband was like, why are you subscribed to the not safe for work section? You know, like he's like, you know, I was like, because Lily deserves my money, man. <laughs> it's know? true. It's true. She does. Like I buy all these like little things and stuff like that, especially during the during the hiatus. Just because mm-hmm. I'm like, well, where else is she getting her money other than from Patreon? So I just bought a bunch of little things from Redbubble just just to support. Yeah. That's a yeah. great idea. I actually yeah. have like a pretty significantly sized Redbubble cart right now full of stickers and stuff like that. And I was like, I have so many, I have so many stickers. <laughs> well, I have nowhere to put them, but I have so many stickers. Just I have my, I just want to support her. I have this, you know, space on my water bottle that, you know, it's just waiting for midnight populant. I've got uh, like, what I got a, a tablet, you know, Samsung tablet. And mm-hmm. uh, we just got the, you know, the basic black, uh, you know, cover for it. And I actually went, I, I uh, flew home in January and I almost left my tablet on the, uh, in the rental car because I was like, I couldn't see it because it was all black. And I was like putting stickers on this thing so that I can see it now. Mm-hmm. So. Well, guys, I got to go, but thank yes. you so much. This was a blast as usual. And I'm so excited that we kicked off our very first episode of the Nick Popular season two. And yeah, looking forward to doing many, many more. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. So much fun. Yep. Thanks so much. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much to my current patrons, Susie, Lady Libris, Alley Cat, Lily, Jenny, Haley, One and Only Taco, Elizabeth, Maria, Molly, Veronica, Emily, Emily, Joe Rochelle, Dahlia, Saucy Tacos, Meg, Anne Rose, Priya, Alex, Misty, and Laura. Your support is truly appreciated. Mm-hmm.